0: Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. I hope you guys are enjoying this several days of me being on hiatus and just replaying some of my favorite podcasts. I've been getting a lot of questions today about teachers and discernment inside the church, and Christians today are becoming less and less discerning. In turn, false teachers are gaining greater influences and audiences around the world to twist the versions of the gospel that they say are true. And so we're gonna talk about that because it really matters. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. All right, so obviously there's a lot on my heart today. Uh, We just got back from MomStrong in Florida and right before we left, I recorded last Friday's podcast and obviously that happened before the Valentine's Day massacre in uh, in Parkland, Florida, and I just wanted to say again, we've talked about this on my uh, my Facebook page and on Instagram how terribly devastating uh, this kind of thing is, and uh, obviously our country is hurting. We're living in a country that is uh, fractured in many ways. We are living in a country that has reactive state constantly, really of reactive Christianity. So instead of being proactive and walking with the Lord, oftentimes we're reactive. So uh, I've said this before in the podcast, but when there's a national tragedy, like what just happened in a Parkland, Florida high school that left over a dozen uh, students dead, at least at the time of this recording, uh, we tend to react to that and we fall on our faces and we cry out to God. And then when things feel better, we go back to our our normal, you know, our regularly scheduled uh, walk with God and uh, it's not working. And uh, I think as a result of where we're at in the country, I get a lot of questions like the one I'm going to answer today. I'm going to actually start to answer it. I'm not going to do the the whole thing because I think it's going to take more than one podcast. Um, But I'm getting a lot of questions from people who feel like they're being mocked for their faith or they can't defend it. And it's it's pretty normal. Uh, Last week, we saw Joy Behar on The View. First of all, can I just say? I don't watch The View. <laughs> the only reason I even know The View is still a thing is because it comes through my Facebook feed or I hear about something ridiculous that they do on the news. But this particular time, uh, Joy Behar was mocking uh, Vice President uh, Pence because he says he hears from God. And uh, she was saying that he, she thinks that's a mental disorder, that if, if you say you can hear from God, you must have some sort of a mental uh, disease. And I just happened to be in driving in my car, listening to Josh Turner's song, Me and God. You guys really, you should just look up the, look up the lyrics. And because by Joy Behar's definition, Josh Turner should be admitted to the hospital ASAP. Like put that guy in a straitjacket, you know, early in the morning, talking it over. Me and God, late at night, talking it over. Me and God, me and God, we're like two peas in a pod. Me and God. Lock that guy up. He's obviously got some sort of mental disease. It's become sort of commonplace in the culture today to mock Christians and it's become acceptable to do so. And I was also thinking, uh, I spent uh, a few days last week with my seven-year-old daughter who caught a horrible stomach flu. And uh, when I wasn't cleaning up after her, um, I decided I'm going to, well, super disinfect my house. (laughs) So I turn into this just, you know, cleaning, cleaning. cleaning crazy woman. You know, I was mostly using thieves cleaner on everything. My house smelled like uh, cloves. It was wonderful. Cloves and orange and oregano was fantastic. But while I was cleaning and she was laying on the couch, I decided I'm going to turn on some old hymns. And I grew up singing the hymns in church. And one of my favorite newer renditions comes from Joey and Rory's album of hymns. And so I turned that on and Sailor and I were listening to Old rugged cross, and as I was listening, you know, as I had just been listening to Joy Behar mocking uh, President, Vice President rather, Pence for his basically trusting in his Lord and Savior and listening to to God's voice in his life, and then I heard Josh Turner's song on the radio, and then I heard, um, as I was sitting with Sailor, I heard the old rugged cross, and this line came across to the old rugged cross, I will ever be true. It's shame and reproach gladly bear till he calls me someday to my home far away where his glory forever I'll share. Listen, you guys, here's the truth. Jesus said in this world, you will have trouble. If they made fun of him, they're for sure going to make fun of you for listening uh, to the Lord and for saying that you hear him. He speaks to you, whether that's through your time in the word or uh, because you've heard him speak to you in your quiet time and you know that God said, hey, this isn't what I want you to do. The Bible says that God wants to have a personal relationship with us. And as believers, we need to be able to uh, to stand up for what we believe is right and be able to do it with uh, love. And that's difficult. And uh, I get questions every week here at the podcast from people who are struggling in their relationships and they're struggling with people who say that they're believers, but they attend churches that have really uh, far out their interpretations of scripture. And I got several last week. And so I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of bunch these together. And for the next couple of Mailbox Mondays, we're going to talk a little bit about false teaching. And in fact, I might do that. I have a great friend coming on the podcast with me on Friday, and I might talk with her about this too, um, because I think it's important for listeners to know that you can actually know what the word of God says. And if you want to know how to respond to a friend who is listening to false teaching, I want to just encourage you, you got to be listening for the Lord. Jay Behar is going to make fun of you for it, but that's what you need to be doing. Um, And so I got a letter. Well, there was several that I got over the last couple of weeks, um, in particular, where people are asking me, what is my place as a friend in a relationship where I'm going to risk the loss of a friendship to confront somebody who claims to know the Lord, uh, who is listening to a false teacher? And I've said this before, we have an incredible lack of discernment in the culture right now. We've got a biblically illiterate generation of believers. So by that, I mean uh, men and women who, who claim the name of Jesus and we want his grace and forgiveness. We want all of the grace and the mercy that the cross of Christ provides for us. But we don't want to lay down our cross and follow him. And we don't want to read the word of God for ourselves and actually live it out in our everyday lives. And in 1 John uh, chapter 4, verse 1, and frankly, many other passages in the Bible, we are instructed to test the message of a teacher or a pastor to see if what they say is truly from God. And frankly, that's what Mike Pence does, right? He's listening. He's going, I, if this is from the Lord, I'm going I'm to know because God's going to tell me and I'm going to know because I study his word. And the reason that there are uh, so many false prophets out in the world today, according to John, and leading other people astray is because they have one end goal in mind. And that is to see, to make sure that a generation of believers does not come to faith in Jesus. So I'm gonna spend the next several Mailbox Mondays or at least the next several podcasts. I haven't decided how I'm gonna do it yet. (laughs) Because some of you guys know I kind of do this on the fly, but I wanna help you identify some of the traits of false teachers. And it's important to, to be able to do that because there are so many churches all around the country and frankly all around the world, who claim the name of Jesus and who claim to know who Jesus is and to be speaking for him, but who never teach from his word, and they're they're preaching really a social justice gospel so uh, one person sent me a website and I went and, and looked at it. I'm not going to give it to you because frankly I don't want to send you to their website and give them more traffic than they deserve, but uh, there's a church right here in my neck of the woods uh, who is from the a, a Presbyterian. Denomination, which frankly does not surprise me. There are two sects of the of the Presbyterian denomination. One of them clings uh, to scripture, and the other one doesn't. And I'm assuming that this one doesn't. Uh, but when you go to their website, the first thing you see is "Welcome to our church: a safe and challenging place to grow, explore, question, and make a difference." If you guys are homeschooling in the fall and you are looking for a program for language arts, I wanna recommend to you the Institute for Excellence in Writing. And recently I've been hearing from you asking, what do I buy? IEW has a lot of things that they're offering. So I want you guys to start with something I have loved and used with my kids. It's called Structure and Style for Students. Check it out and try three weeks for free at IEW.com forward slash Heidi sounds good, right? I mean, I'm like, yeah, right. I'm all about that. You know, let's, let's challenge ourselves. Let's grow. Let's explore. Let's, um, let's, let's make a difference. And so I clicked on their, uh, just about their church to try to figure out who they are. And I don't see a single reference to scripture, not a single one, but they want me to know that they're friendly and accepting and devoted and informal, and they come from all kinds of religious backgrounds. Uh, and that they're seeker-friendly, which, yay. <laughs> you know, Jesus came to seek and save, that was lost. But the more I'm looking at this church, I'm thinking, these are the people God came to save. Uh, and so I want to encourage you, if you're going to a church, check out their theology. That's the first thing that we wanna do, theology, the study of God. So as you, as I check out this particular church's theology, I what I should see in their statement of faith is, Tons of scripture. I should see scripture about their belief about God. I should see scripture about their belief about men and women, about marriage. They should reference scripture. And instead, what I see is their theology is the first point is they're working toward justice. Well, I got news for you. Uh, This side of heaven, you're not going to get it. I know that's a crowd shrinker. I'm really sorry. But we're not going to get it this side of heaven. Why? Because we live in a fallen, broken world. And so, uh, they say that they, that they have a living theology that changes as they change and grows as they grow. They call God, God, in quotes, and believe there's one God, eternal and universal, hearing and heeding Jesus saying, quote, feed my sheep. We believe God's will is that we actively promote healing and justice for all. First of all, can I just say, well, there's no scripture in here, which really frustrates me. And that lets me know right away. This is not someplace that I would ever tell anyone to go to church because uh, God's never going to do anything that's contrary to his word. And there's so much more to Jesus saying, feed my sheep than working towards social justice. When Jesus said, feed my sheep, he wasn't saying, hey, join me in my call for social justice. Jesus came to die for our sin. That's why he came, because we are broken, sinful people in need of a savior. And that's why he came. And so that kind of brings me to my first uh, sort of point. And I'm going to only go through a couple of them today and we'll, I'll come back uh, and do more of them later. But the first uh point in how to how to see and recognize a false teacher and know, oh my goodness, I need to run the other direction is that their truth comes from a source that's other than the word of God. So whenever you go to a church's website or you hear a pastor preaching or someone who claims to be a pastor or a teacher or they wear a collar or whatever, you want to ask yourself where's the message coming from? Peter said, "We did not follow uh cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ." That's in Peter 1 Uh, verse 16. And then he goes on to say that the false teachers around you are going to exploit you with, quote, stories that they've made up. Chapter two, verse three. So the true teacher sources what he says from the Bible. A false teacher is going to rely on his own creativity. He's going to make up his own message. And frankly, this whole uh, social justice thing is an invention of this particular generation. We're inventing it. We've invented this because we like to live in a victim mentality, and we're rooting for the underdog, and uh, we're not following the word of God. Uh, Micah six eight says, "He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what the Lord requires of you: that you love justice and mercy, and that you walk humbly with the Lord." So, are we? Should we love justice? Absolutely. Is justice the message of the cross? No. Unless you're talking about uh, the the need for justice for sin. God's need to see justice for the sin of mankind. And he completed that through the death of his son Jesus on the cross. And I don't see that anywhere on the church on this church's website. So a, alarm bells going off all over the place. So I just want to everyone who's listening to this right now, just you can even press pause on this on this podcast and head on over to your church's website. and if they don't source scripture, as a reference for everything that they believe as a church, run for your life because truth comes from the word of God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. The second one that you can always tell a false teacher when you see it is they have abandoned God's way. So even if this, uh, this teacher or this, uh, this, this uh, person of the cloth or this collar wearing priest or whoever appears kind and good, by human standards, the minute they try to convince you to leave a way that you know that God has commanded you to walk, do not listen to their words. And the main test of a teacher uh, isn't whether or not a person can be loving. It's whether or not they can speak the truth and be loving at the same time. And frankly, we're having a really hard time doing that right now. False teachers are going to speak against the clear commandments of God Uh, in our day and age, right? And so there are heretical teachers, false teachers out there. There are false teachers who are bloggers. There are false teachers who are authors. There are false teachers who are pastors, unfortunately. And these teachers have written uh, uh, best-selling books that go against the clear commandments of God where marriage is concerned, where male and female are concerned. And they want to encourage believers to abandon what is a clear biblical boundary regarding sexual immorality i've even seen it regarding abortion and uh, i just wanted to say out loud and i'm i'm sorry again sort of crowd shrinking i'm sorry this is sort of manic monday let's not call it mailbox monday today let's just call it manic monday because i realize i'm bringing some of you down but the truth is we've got to be talking about this because the unfortunate truth is that these teachers are the ones who are being featured in a popular talk shows right now they misrepresent uh god's uh definition of biblical Christianity, and they're leading God's children off of the road that the Bible says leads to life. The Bible says that the road that leads to life is narrow and few find it. And we we read all over the New Testament that uh, there are going to be false teachers that are going to come into the world and they're going to appeal to our emotions. And we need to be aware of these false teachers and not be afraid to call them out as wolves in sheep's clothing, because that's exactly what they are. So the third thing uh, that that you can you know this is the third sort of third sort of hallmark of a false teacher is that they're going to appeal to emotions rather than scripture. So usually what I say when I'm teaching is that these are teachers who will sacrifice truth on the altar of mercy, and uh, they're going to they're going to ask you to listen to their message based on an emotional argument. I've said this many times. I heard uh, former pastor Rob Bell on the Oprah Winfrey, what did she call it, Soul Sunday. Several years ago, giving his appeal for why he thinks God is cool with homosexual marriage. Well, A, we know God isn't cool with homosexual marriage because God's not cool with homosexuality. And so he's certainly not going to take it a step farther and say, uh, I'm going to condone homosexual marriage. Does that mean that we don't love the person who is struggling with homosexuality? No, we are all broken. We are all broken. But a true teacher, a true teacher who is teaching from the word of God is going to appeal to scripture. They're going to appeal to scripture. So uh, the apostle Peter said, we have the word of the prophets made more certain and you will do well to pay attention to it. So God has spoken and true teachers are going to send you running back to the word of God. They're not going to draw you in with emotionally, uh, emotionally driven arguments. They're not going to draw you in with things like I see on this church's website where their whole theological statement is working toward justice and inclusion of everybody and questioning and growth. And uh, th- that's, not, that's not God's word. A true teacher is gonna say, you know what, let's go to the word of God and see what God says. What does God say about human sexuality? What does God say about the nature of man, man's sinful human nature? What does God say about creation? What does God say about uh, human life? God is our creator. And so he knows what's best for us and that's where we want to go. That's where we want to send our children. And that's why I'm always telling moms, you've got to know the word of God because we can't give our children what we don't have. We can't give our children what we don't have. So the question that a true teacher is going to ask is always, what has God said in his word? A false teacher will say, what do people wanna hear? How are we gonna um, scratch the itch? How are we gonna to appeal to what the culture is asking for right now? How are we gonna to appeal to the flesh of people around us or to our own flesh but someone who is truly seeking after the Lord will always ask what has God said in his word and women that is where we want to go we want to go to churches that teach the word of God we want to send our children to schools that teach the word of God when it's whenever possible and uh, or we want to homeschool them <laughs> and if your children are in a public school can i just encourage you know what your children are being taught the bible says in luke 6:40 that when a student is fully trained he will be Like his teacher. It matters, men and women, who we're listening to when it comes to the word of God. And we want to make our appeal to those around us based on scripture and not based on emotion. Obviously, this is a huge discussion. It can go on and on and on. Uh, The other piece of this is what I want to address at the next podcast. I'll give you a couple more traits of false teachers, and then we're going to talk about how do we interact with uh, people that we love that are being pulled into and swayed by false teaching. Obviously, we want to react in love. We want to react the way God would want us to react, but we don't want to sacrifice truth on the altar of mercy. Jesus learned to speak the truth in love. And if we're going to walk with him, we must learn to do the same thing. And guess what, you guys? That means you're going to be mocked. It really does. It means that people are going to hold you in reproach. That means that you're going to be possibly made fun of. That means you might uh, wind up being mocked on uh, The View (laughs) as Vice President Pence is being mocked now. But whatever, uh, whatever comes your way, we need to remember as Christians, whatever comes our way, that at the end of the day, we will answer to a holy and just God who loves us and sent his son to be a sacrifice for our sin. And he is worth following. I'm always telling my children, listen, the Lord Jesus gave his life for us the least we can do is use our life to follow and point other people to him. And that really is uh, the, the big um, challenge that we're facing in the culture today. So I appreciate the questions that you guys are sending to me here at, at mom.com. I wanna just really encourage you uh, before I wrap up today's podcast, if you have a question that you would like addressed, it helps me very much if you will just simply put in the subject line, mailbox Monday. And that way I'll know what to separate out. So uh, I would love to get uh, to continue to get your questions. If you haven't joined me over at MomStrong International, we're going to turn our attention to learning about false teachers uh, in the coming months there. You can subscribe at momstronginternational.com. You can also check out our free scripture writing challenge. It's there as well. And we would love it if you would leave a review for this podcast. You can find me at iTunes. You can find me at Stitcher. Love it if you would uh, take a minute and just leave a review for us over at iTunes. So. We are praying for you guys, praying that you would be wise in the culture that we live in today and that you would spend your time um, teaching your children what God says about the world that they live in. God's word is relevant to your life right now and there is a blessing in following the word of God. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you guys have a great week. We're gonna continue just to pray for, uh, for the parents who are struggling from uh, the, uh, the school shooting last week in Florida and continuing just to pray for our nation, that we would do exactly what God said and repent of our sin and turn our face and follow him. That is what God has asked us to do. All right, you guys, if you need me, reach out to me, podcast at thebusymom.com, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.